Yeah, big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack a cold while we're on the air. Big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack a cold while we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, war. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when open, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Hey guys, happy yeah. Friday. This is Big Talking Brewskis. I'm Marissa Smith. We've got Rodney Daniels back with us. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. And Edward uh, Farrell is with us. How's it going? Good, good. How are you doing, Edward? Pretty good, pretty good. Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for, for coming. So, uh, Rodney, how was your week? Uh, my week was pretty crazy. Like, I was at my uh, cousin's funeral last week. Like I told you guys about that. Well, she was murdered in uh, Ohio. Pretty devastating time. And uh, then I came back, and then I had a show Tuesday. I hosted at the Broadway Comedy Club. That turned out pretty awesome. And um, now I'm here, and they're firing off missiles. Yeah. So, so Edward, how was your week? Pretty good, pretty good. I've uh, been busy around a bar in, uh, in the Chinatown called Lo- Old Man Hustle. Oh, cool. I've been but, there a few times. You guys run some fun shows there. Yeah, yeah. It takes up most of my time lately. Yeah. So so how long have you uh, been uh, working there? Uh, I've been running it for seven months, and then I had a show there like two years ago. Then I had a mic there, then a show, and now I run it. Okay. <laughs> Taking over. Cool. Like, uh, what do you find like most challenging about running a bar? Uh, reliable people. <laughs> 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 but I think that's anything you run. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's interesting for me because I don't drink, so I'm. I'm, I'm in a, I don't know. If, well, just to give it a story, my my bar holds twenty people, so it's a very tiny room full of drunk people. I don't even drink, so it's like. Yeah, but, yeah. You run a bar, but you don't drink. No. How does that work? Uh, well, you know, I do stand up, so I, and I've been working in nightclubs for years, so I just kind of became used to it. But uh, okay. I quit like six years ago. Okay. Yeah. At the end of the night, everybody's like become like really annoying. Uh, all the time, especially me, because <laughs> I'm, I'm always stoned and, and I'm a total introvert. So like, I always get the drunk guy who wants to sit and talk to me, and I'm just like, I, I can't fake it. So I just come off as like an asshole. And, yeah. It's like, oh, why are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm off the clock at one thirty. I don't want to hear about your problems. Yeah. But, you know, but they're all good people, good writers. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm an introvert that doesn't like to talk to people, but I just drink yeah. so that I can tolerate it. <laughs> uh, you see, that's what I used to do. <laughs> Cocaine helped a lot, but I, but I took it too far. You know, I, I had to quit. So, did you quit uh, drinking and coke at the same time? Uh, yeah, the same day. Okay. The same day. So, what happened that was that made you quit everything? Oh man, I was just doing too much coke. It was like two hundred fifty bucks every time I went out. I'd be, I go out on Friday, I come home on Sunday. You know, like I, I just knew that if I kept going, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't going to end well. Yeah. You know, it's just like, all right. I mean, at, at that point, like I was, I can't remember if I was thirty two or thirty three. But, uh, you know, once you hit, like, 32, 33, it's not cool to be still partying. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like you become, like, what was, like, cool, you become the loser. <laughs> you know, it's like, sorry, right. I had to move on. What was, like, the craziest, like, night that you had while you were on, like, one of your, like, benders? Uh, oh, Jesus. I mean, I don't know. 
craziest night. I mean, or just, like the strangest thing that happened to you. <laughs> I mean, there was one time when I was just like getting off coke. I was, I was just I was doing coke at uh, this place called Barry Poetry Club, and it was like four in the morning. And I just happened to be walking down the street, and then like I bump into this guy, and he like turns and like looks at me, and just goes, "Let me ask you a question." He goes, "And what?" He goes, "Are you doing coke?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "All right, here's a story. I'm upstairs. My friends passed out. I got a ton of coke. I know you don't know me. Do you want to come up?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> what? <laughs> Bouncing around with this guy, I forget his name for you know 28 hours, you know? <laughs> and uh, that was that was pretty crazy. I mean, I do we? I was at a party. I was at different bars i mean i couldn't tell you how many different places we were this guy had just had money and coke and i was no along i was along <laughs> and the no ride. friend <laughs> no his friend his friend was a lawyer or something so he had to go to work so he was tapping out but you know once you're on like the 20th hour of coke it's it's pretty fucking i, I don't know man <laughs> it's, it gets crazy you just like your mind goes anybody else coke anybody I've never done it. Good for uh, you. Yeah, never yeah. I, I used to live in L.A., so. Oh, yeah. You know, in L.A., they have coke in L.A. They have coke in L.A., but, like, in the West Coast, everybody I know is on meth. Yes, that's, like, huge Which you there. don't really see in New York if you're straight. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was going to say if you're straight. Yeah. Because there's, like, lots of Which I don't know why that is. I feel gay. like there's, like, somebody stopping. I don't know. Which Which is, I, I've never understood it either because it's, like, the gay guys, like, like to use meth and then they can't get hard. Like I've hooked up with well, I was, I was going like, to ask you that because like, that was my problem with it's Coke. It's fun. It makes you like really horny, but you can't get hard. Oh, it's like, I thought you could get hard on meth. Because Coke, you, you get Coke no, dick. You no, know? you get Coke dick and you get meth dick. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> And whiskey dick. Shit, it's all like dicks. Yeah. yeah right? like, you can't do substances if you want to keep an erection. Is Except for line. weed. Weed, weed, weed like, makes me super horny. That's yeah, weed helps. I mean, doesn't like, make me like not horny or like, I mean, but. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Like, I don't smoke. Like, I, I, it's just like one of those things where, like, every time I've done it, I feel like violently sick. So, like, oh, you smoke weed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? I get like real dizzy and like I like constantly feel like I'm gonna throw up. Like, it's just not something. Like, you know, it depends on the weed. I'm sure. I was gonna tell say you that all what the kind time, of like what like, kind of weed you were smoking. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly the weed connoisseurs. I mean, I love weed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love weed, but I'm not going to pee. Some people are just like, oh, what's your problem? Smoke weed. Why don't you smoke weed? No, you should be smoking weed. It's not for everybody. And yeah, it does no. make you kind of dumber. Like, like I stopped doing it before I do stand-up because it, it totally fucks with my set. Yeah. I've had sets where I've killed it on, on weed, but overall... It's not, not. It's not a good idea. Yeah. Like I don't think you should be high all the time. You know, like I think that's the same as like doing your set when you're drunk. Like you know, yeah, that's yeah, it's not a good thing either. It's like one of those things. Like you know, like when you're playing pool and you're drinking. Like there's that that one sweet spot where like you're drinking and you're like better at pool, but then yeah. you have one more drink than you suck. It's it's like yeah, I think it, it's is. The same it is. It like, is. It's like right up. there. It's like a right on the edge. Like. You could do just this much, but uh, one, one sip more sip more and, and you're, you're fucked. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You're going to get up there and forget your set. Yeah. I repeat what you said before. I've seen I've that. I've never done before. As you said, I've yeah, seen I've seen that. that. I've seen like comics that go up wasted and they'll like, they'll do their whole bit. They'll, they'll go to the next bit and then start the bit before <laughs> all over again. And yeah. you're just like, oh it's... man. But then there's some comics that's that's their thing. They're the drunk guy. It's like, ah, all right, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But I think it's one thing if your character is the drunk guy but or if you <laughs> actually are the drunk guy. Yeah, but how long is that going to last? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, uh, it's so crazy. So um, 
I guess you were, were kind of saying that you were uh, 33, like six years ago. So how old are you now? 38. You're 38. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 38. So 79. Just made the 70s. Okay. Okay. Um, so like, how is how is dating? Like, do you date millennials? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, it, and it kind of it's kind of starting yeah. to kind of <laughs> talk about that. How are you guys? Ooh, I'm thirty. Uh, you know, I I would say I'm very close in your age. All right, I'll take that for you. I'm a little bit younger, but not that far. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were all in high school at the same time. Uh, you're, you're, you're 32. I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. Uh, what was that again? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dating millennials is, is weird, man. Like I never thought I'd say this, but they're just like they're almost like too open sexually. Mm. for me yeah like everybody's just fucking each other everything's an open relationship and it's just like comes to a point it's like you know this is, this is ridiculous uh i don't know i think it's i think it's like like i kind of look young but i i think it's like it's starting to bypass me and i'm starting to be okay with that i'm like I, I, now i'm dating 26 27 that, that seems to be happening yeah i i, I like, was in a 28 kick for a while 28 i haven't got there yet i guess that'll be next year yeah I don't know. lately for me it's been a lot of like 21 22 year old oh, like pseudo straight guys that like they're straight and they have girls but they want to like all... text me every day and talk to me like all the time and let's hang out and they're all gay why are you they're trying all... to hang out with me yeah shouldn't you be trying to get pussy i mean i guess it's a good <laughs> thing like i mean as far as i see like like they're all just fucking each other guy or girl which i guess is a great thing but i'm just like i'm just yeah. not like I'm yeah not from that not, like, like you're not, we're not from that area yeah yeah like, yeah but it seems like that's where it's headed one or the other but i feel like yeah it's definitely like they're too sexually fluid everybody's just like kind of like oh whatever it's just like well you're horny i'm horny let's do it what does gender matter like i just kind of feel like but what about intimacy a... that's my thing like I, I'm, I'm 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 a lover you know yeah like i'm not i'm not i'm not getting that from fucking you and your friend yeah you know it's just it's just not it's not happening but i don't think that they really understand intimacy that's like, what i'm saying because they don't really i think that they have like interpersonal communication problems because they literally grew up on a device. Like, I think with us, we had to learn how to use devices, but we were young enough when devices came into play that we picked it up. So it's just like, you know, right. I I remember being before. in... Before. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, before everybody had internet and, like, yeah. you had to go to that one friend's house that had internet and there'd be, like, ten of us in a room, in a chat room, and we're all like, no, say this, say this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I remember my, yeah. I remember my friend's mom <laughs> met a guy from Texas on an AOL chat room and he, like, drove across the country and, like, moved in her house and shit. We were just Thank like, you. what the fuck? Like, it was just so weird to meet someone online back then. Like, the thought of that was just yeah, like... Yeah, the thought of like, that was like, just like, oh, crazy, crazy, crazy yeah. desperate. And now it's just like an everyday fucking thing. I can't tell uh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm on the apps now. Yeah, on the apps, yeah. yeah. Just, I'm, oh on, I'm on Happen. You ever, ever use that one? Happen, Happen is so creepy. Right? But I don't think it's... If it were happens the one where it's like you're in the area. Yes. But I don't think it's immediate. I think there is like a delay on it. Okay, so... Because I look around. People like me that don't know what's happening. <laughs> okay. So like for people that don't know what Happen is, it's a dating app that will tell you how many times you happen to cross paths with somebody. Oh. It's, it's creepy. So like... You'll have like some people that like you might cross paths with them like 30, 40 times. Cross paths as in like you're in close proximity to that person. I think. Yeah. What's the. Is it I don't like know. A, some feet or something like that? I don't know. Because like I'm always like in a space looking for that person, but you never see them. So there's kind of be like a half hour. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know how the. 
Because well, Grinders kind of like the same way where it's like it'll show you everybody like within a certain radius. Ah. Well, like and it'll it, tell you like this person is twelve hundred feet away. But will it, oh yeah, yeah, it does that too. I think or maybe Tinder does that too. I, I don't know. Well, they all kind of tell you like a radius, like you know, you know, but. I think, well, does Grinder tell you how many times you're near somebody? No. Now, that's okay. just weird. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. happens. But Happen tells is, you how many times you're near somebody. But, like, if you want a rich chick, don't you just, like, walk to, like, a rich neighborhood and just walk around and just start liking everything? Oh, yeah, I just walk, walk near Do you want a doctor? Just walk yeah, to just a walk fucking hospital? Yeah, just walk Because, like, <laughs> I take the Metro North, and so... Every time I go past Metro, like um, Columbia Presbyterian, I just right. like my thing just blows up like doctor, doctor, doctor. Yeah, mine's blowing up at lawyers right now because I, I want to try to date someone my age. Like, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot, you know, it's someone successful. You know? yeah. Sidebar. Not Have sure you ever seen a girl on the train? I thought about no. you when I was like, I was like watching this movie on my way back home. And it's like this chick that takes the Metro North. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's like uh, the first premise of the like <laughs> the movie. You like figure everything out, but she like is like extra creepy. It's a it's a good movie. Oh no, I, I want to give like the it. plot away, but okay. like girl on a totally train. girl on the train. She's just on the Metro North and then hmm. stalking somebody. Like oh yeah, I'm watching this chick every day. Like every she passed by this house. Yeah, it's like stalking this chick, but then you find out why. No, but I get it though, because like I kind of. Um, my last boyfriend was was uh, twenty eight, and oh. then I went through like a slew of like twenty somethings. Yeah, I'd say my I find that guy's perfect age is twenty seven. Like I don't know why. Really? But, I think that's yeah. good for for women, but women the the whole women are more mature thing does does ring in true. Yeah, but right. like the thing about that is that like when guys hit thirty, they're just kind of like buzzkills. So do you really? You yeah. see, when when I don't know if his how's this work for you because when you're a guy and you date a younger girl, you 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 take on their problems because they're with you because there's something fucked up. Either dad wasn't around or whatever. You know, so you almost become like this like weird like. It, 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 it is like a weird thing. Like like there are because they all have they're all fucked up. They wouldn't be dating somebody ten years, fifteen years older unless there was that reason. You know. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like for like for guys at twenty seven. Yeah, they have some problems, but at the same time, they're still adults. Like, they still have big boy jobs. They, like, you know, they've got their shit quasi-together. They probably have their shit more together than a guy that is older than them that doesn't have any of their shit together. Mm, Because I I feel like it's just, like, a guy my age that has none of their shit together— or a guy that's younger that has some things that are annoying to me, but for the most part, I can manage. But, like, I I don't want to be with a guy that, like, you know, it's like I have to deal with the fact that you've got 17 roommates and, like, you're bald and you're fat. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're in your you're in your thirties. Like you know what I mean? It's like all right, you're you're 27. You've got 17 roommates. You've got a decent yeah. job, but and you can see your feet. All right, I'm in. Like, it gets weird though. Right before I quit drinking, I was at 32, and I woke up in the NYU dorms, and I was like, all right, this is too much. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I get this. This is enough. <laughs> well, I don't know from the gay guy's perspective. I'm like early 30s, and I feel like it's like a prime yeah, right yeah, now because yeah, yeah. like I can get like all the guys in their 20s are yeah, all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, you're not that old, and then all the guys in the 40s are like oh yeah you're kind of like young me like well, that's what i'm doing so right now it works yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah see like 
guys that are in like around my age have no interest in me. It's only younger guys or like older guys, but like my own age group, like guys in their thirties, like, like I'm I'm like fucking like they're like nothing to do with me. Huh. But like I'd say twenty five to about like twenty nine, they're like all about it, and then from like forty five to like fifty, they're all about mm-hmm. it. But it's just like, uh, and then when they start hitting fifty, it's like uh, I'm not. I don't want to be a stepmom. Like, you know, I don't, I don't understand. Like your kid, I granted they're, they could be like in their twenties at that point. It's like, I don't want to be the step parent to a kid that I couldn't have had, you know, it's just weird. Yeah. That gets weird. I've never been in that situation. Yeah, it's weird. Or I'm pretty sure it's coming eventually. <laughs> I wanted to wait until like uh, Wendy because like I love her. Like I just wanted to like hear like her uh, opinion about it. But last night I went on a date with this guy. Uh, he was 49, and he proposed to me. Oh And shit. was like, "Let's get married like shin, tomorrow. Shin. Like let's go. <laughs> let's, like let's go, and you know to City Hall and get married like in the morning." And I was just like, "We had like already hooked up," and I was like, "Okay." May, wait, all right, wait, did I it. not get invited to a wedding? Wait, wait. I was like, <laughs> all right, yes, let's do it. Like he was like, I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. And like you're gonna come in. And I'm gonna you're gonna make a decision. And I was like, all right. Then I went to the bathroom and I thought about it. And I was like, wait, I don't know shit about this guy at all. <laughs> like he had a really good job. How He's, good? Uh, Forty nine. No, how good how is, good his, is job? his job? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought you were saying forty nine grand. Like, all right. It's like that's that's yeah, just, not right, in that's the not, city. That's not great. Right? Yeah, right? He's a teacher. <laughs> no, he like, is like he's a private flight attendant for uh, the Mets. Oh, okay. Like and other like sports teams. Like that's like oh. what he does. Okay. So did he out any Mets? Does he know any Mets that are gay? Uh, um, no, he did not. Uh, like, he's getting that major league Mets. dick. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's dick is he sucking he's in like, the I'm bathroom? Gonna I don't know. Tomorrow, like, let's just do it. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, what? Like, and I thought about it, and then and then I came back and was like, you know what? Maybe we should like. Why are we rushing? Maybe we should wait a month or something. And he's like, why don't you guys date? Right, right, right. <laughs> Where it's like jumping straight. He was like, oh, you want to have kids? I do too. Fuck it, I'm not getting any younger. Neither are you. Let's do it. And I was like, at first I was like, all right, okay. Let me, let me. Then then I was like, wait. Yeah, like you guys should. I I definitely think you guys should date. I don't think you should like completely like blow off the idea of it, but at least like date for a year to see if like you're compatible before you start getting married. Hmm. Right. You know. And that's yeah. like what I thought. I heard you in my head. Yeah, <laughs> did you hear? Wait, did you just get married <laughs> without inviting me to the wedding? <laughs> yeah, I thought dead you were to married. me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, my parents like, oh wow, you just brought this white guy home. <laughs> Which when I came out to my dad's, what he specifically told me not to do is like, I don't care if you're gay, just don't bring a white man. So, but no, especially I, I, in Trump's America, right? <laughs> especially in the Trump America, I come on with this like forty-nine-year-old white guy. It's like uh, salt and pepper beard. Is is he attractive? Yeah, we had I had a good like sexual chemistry with him, but then when I told him no, we need to wait. Like that's when it's crazy came out. Uh, it's just like, yeah, it's, oh, that's, why that's you don't want to get married right now? Then, like, if you don't want to marry me now, you're probably never going to want to marry me. All right, well, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> that must be his thing, though. Uh, 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 so, like, wait, how how often have you or how long have you guys been hooking up? We hooked up once the day before. Then he like after the hookup, he was like, "I want to take you on another date." Great, he takes me on another date last night, and then he proposed to me. 
So you were like three dates? That was that's two, two dates. dates. Two dates. That's okay. a hookup and a date. I don't know. They they probably it's like that's like equal to each other. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 that's uh. that's a little yeah. That's a little cray cray. Uh huh. I mean, and, and Lexi I guess was I put like, it on. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna marry this. Lock it down now. <laughs> put a ring on it. <laughs> you should have been like, well, if you were really serious, you'd have given me a ring. <laughs> I didn't even mention that. Right, and then he pulls it out. Oh, God. <laughs> then I really went, to, I went to the bathroom and then crept out. <laughs> it's like, how far is this drop? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. That was definitely, definitely, uh, you had a date. So we're going to see this guy again. Right, no. I, I blocked him on everything. Oh, so, <laughs> so it was either get married or just block him from everything? Then, that's, right. That's one <laughs> That's rest of your life or really never again going like hard like afterwards i was like all right well i'm gonna go and then he was like you need to pay for your half of the bill and i was like well you said i'm taking you out on a date so like and you didn't mention that when i said i'm gonna go so then he got like all mad and was like sending me all, all this crazy stuff i was like block damn yep yeah that's that's a lot i mean i thought guys proposing after three months was extra but that two dates that's <laughs> I didn't even know you existed you gotta give before me 48 some hours what you ago. Got there, right? I, I need to get wifed up before we all get drafted. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is crazy. I'm probably gonna have to have because you know they passed the law that they can draft women now. So like now I feel like I'm gonna have to get knocked up so I don't have to go to fucking Syria. Um, I never even wanted babies. <laughs> like, <laughs> I never wanted babies. <laughs> and now I'm gonna have to have to one keep... to avoid war. Like mm. this is just crazy. Um, so Ed, when did you start doing comedy? Oh, 32 or 33? I can't remember. <laughs> One of those. I think it was 32. It was right when I would coincide with when I quit drinking and doing lots of cocaine. Uh, so it's been like five years, I guess. Okay. About did, that. Did you start in New York? or? Yeah, I started in New York uh, at this place called the Bowery Poetry Club. Oh, okay, yeah. It's an old art space when the Bowery was cool and there was CBGBs and all that. Yeah, wasn't I think um, Dan Allen and Ray DeVito yeah. had a show there, Sacapuntas. Dan Allen and Ray DeVito had a show called Sacapuntas, which was amazing. Uh, I mean, everybody, I mean, they're the only two that didn't make it out of that show. Like, if you look, if you, I have the audio of the, some of those shows, and like some of the shows are like Amy Schumer and Hannibal Burris, like back to back. Yeah. Like their their lineups were incredible. Yeah, those shows were sick. I used to go to them like uh, every month. It was like th- it was like crazy. Oh yeah, crazy I shows. worked there. Yeah. I was just, I was a sound guy there. I was oh, really? up in the tech booth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That was me. That is funny. Um, so, what made you decide to get into comedy? Uh, just seeing it all the time, and you know, I don't know. You get that bug when you're just constantly seeing it, and, and I've always kind of had it in my head, and then. Um, you know, Victor Vernado, a mutual friend, kind of like I became friends with him, and then I just kind of started feeling it out. And what happened is, um, there was a guy that worked the Barry Project, a guy named Shappy, was leaving the club. Okay. So I put together a comedy roast for him. I didn't go up, but I wrote jokes for it. The jokes that everyone remembered were the jokes that I have. So it was like, all right, I could write jokes. And then I started to figure out getting on stage, which, like, it took me like four years to get comfortable on stage. Yeah. I mean, I literally used to walk on and then walk off after like two minutes, just be like, ah. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, it's it it can be tough, especially like I feel like um, if you're just not in the right headspace for it too, because it's it's yeah, yeah. you know you really have to be like in the right mood. Yeah, 
to get up there because if not, uh, yeah, I mean, then you, but when you, once you got like your ten or fifteen, you just kind of go into it. Yeah, like, yeah. But then if you do that, you become like robotic. If it's like not, you know, you, you can tell when you're phoning it in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, the place that I that I work at is like you got to like earn it there. It's like cause it's a bar. It's not a comedy club, so it's like you got people talking. Like, you're just constantly fighting for it. Like when I do get the chance to do comedy clubs, I'm like, wow, this is so easy. Yeah. Like they're actually here <laughs> to see a show. Like holy shit! Like they're listening to you talk. It's like it's amazing. Yeah, because the audience actually wants to see. Yeah, comedy. like I, I did Caroline's for the first time. It was it was great. I was like, oh my god, everybody was so attentive. Yeah. Especially because they're spending money and, like, you know, it's like a night out. Yeah, thing, but like, yeah. When you're at a bar, it's, like, usually, like, these, like, gorilla shows and they're just like, oh, I just came out for drinks. Like, yeah. Well, you know. we're, the fuck we're, up. we're, we're yeah. fortunate <laughs> now where we get people that just come to the shows. But then the early early on, it was just, like, you know, a bunch of people hanging out on a Tinder date and all of a sudden some assholes on a microphone. Like, hey, these guys ready for a comedy show? And they're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm trying to get laid here, dude. Yeah. Now you're going to talk to me? And it's like, oh, you know, but. Oh, yeah. But, uh, so now, what got you over the hurdle of, like, running off a stage? Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to do it. It's just a, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just a very goal-oriented. So it's just, like, getting out of my comfort zone. It's just like, I, I can do this. And I still fight. I still have problems doing it. But, you know, as you become more comfortable and develop and become yourself, you know, it becomes easier and easier, you know? I always feel like I get like a streak where I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I have one time where I'm just like nervous. I'm like, what the fuck? This again? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. But yeah. I'm also very dry on stage. I'm not, I'm not very high energy. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm not really, I'm not dancing up there. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's like, because I feel like. I'm more of a joke writer. I'm. Every once in a while, I still get nervous, and I think that's good because, like, no, you're not, good. like, taking it for granted. Yeah. But, like, I used to get, like, so nervous. Like, the first time I ever did stand-up at all, I threw up. Oh. And then, oh, like, the first, like, I'd say, like, two or three years, I'd have, like, anxi- anxiety, diarrhea, like, right before set, like, every single time. Yeah, I used to get that. Like, wow. yeah. It, like, crazy. It was just, like, oh, my God. Like, I'd, I'd have to get there. Like an hour early, so like I could get that just in case they put me up first. I'm just like ah. Like. Well, that's the worst about the mics too. When you're first on mics, you don't know when you're going up, so you're just sitting there, you know, room full of people. You don't even want to hang out with. You don't want to listen to anybody else's jokes. You just want to do your thing, and it's like oh. yeah. And it's and like it what three minutes, four minutes. Like, oh, yeah, I, don't, I I did theater like growing up. So, oh, like, see, that's great. For me, it was just like when I I made the transition into like doing comedy. It was just kind of yeah. like I wanted to be like on stage. Like, yeah, yeah. How like I did like I theater, like the same like I stage managed theater, and to this day, that was like the worst and hardest job I ever had. Really? Yeah, man. When you stage manage theater, everything's on you. Yeah, everything. Yeah, as a stage manager, yeah. That's how I came to New York. <laughs> I ended up stage managing off at an off Broadway theater. Uh, just by accident kind of it was weird but yeah theater's rough rough yeah i mean but because like i started doing theater when i was like in, like fourth or fifth grade i like and i just did it like in high school like mm. that's major yeah, yeah, like, yeah. college everything cool. so that's being on stage like was like never like a fear it was just always something i, I wanted to do oh that's great like, you're, you're already ahead of the game yeah yeah I, I didn't do theater at all. Like, I mean, oh, I wow. did it in elementary school, but I'd say probably the last play I was in was probably, I want to say, fourth grade. Oh, wow. I did elementary school and then middle school, like I did uh, forensics. That's kind of like debate, but like oratory. Okay. And I won like awards for like that. And then like I did, this just was like in shows after shows, like that's 
just what I wanted to do. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, no, I I did like drawing and painting. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like anything I didn't have to talk to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, like, I like music. That was always my thing. Like I yeah. played in bands and like I can even play an instrument. Uh. Um, so. How do you feel like the uh, PC police uh, affect comedy? Uh, I think they ruin it. <laughs> I mean, describe the PC police. What are the PC police to you? Um, I don't know. I guess that's a good question. To me, it's it's the far left. But when when I was younger in the nineties, it seemed to be the far right that were like censoring, putting the stickers on 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 CDs, and now it seems to be the far left that want to censor everything you say. It's I think interesting. It's, I think it's both, really. I think yeah, but it was, but it wasn't the left ever before. They were all for like free, but now it's like I guess maybe now it's coming from both sides. Well, I think when I, I think know. when you're you're the 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 far right of anything, they kind of meet again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, 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 exactly, when you keep, exactly. Like going so far right, then then you're far right and you're far left, like meet in the middle somewhere near fascism. Like, but uh, <laughs> like I know, like I've seen that there's a there's a bunch of articles about Dave Chappelle. I haven't seen his special, but like saying you know, how he's out of touch and he he's whatever. I, I haven't seen. Have you seen his special? I haven't seen it, but I, I know that people were upset because um, I think I mean, it talks about like transgendered people or so something I, like that. <laughs> It's yeah. comedy. I mean, you know, well, what did he say? Did he make a joke? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. Did you watch his special? I haven't seen his special uh, either. All right. Yeah. None of us seen we're, it. Damn. We're all slipping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Amy Schumer's special? No. Ye- uh, yes. Ooh, it's not good. <laughs> I liked it. You I, liked I, it? Yeah. It was, it was very, I mean. It was terrible. I th- I don't know. I don't understand how she like let that get put out. It was, it was really bad, I thought. Oh, and I, mean, I like her. Oh, see, that's the whole thing, too. It's like, I'm one of those people, I'm a Scorpio, like, well, if I like you, then, like, I try to understand, you know, everything about you. Like, right, you can right. come out with something, like, that everybody else, like, doesn't think is, like, that great, but, like, I'm going to try to understand, like, where I, you I, came I, from. I think her very uncomfortable outfit affected her performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, leather, whatever the hell she's no, wearing. I, I mean, I've just never... I don't know. I think she, I don't think she's bad, but like I she got she got she wasn't ready for that. Like she wasn't a headliner when she made it. So she only had like she was like a 15, she had like a 15 20 minute set. So like she's always playing catch up and I think at this point it kind of like Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But you know, I mean that's the thing if you get big too fast then you got to back that up, right? If you put it on an hour special, right? You have to have an hour to do on the road. That's not that hour or something. So like, but this is not the first time up. she did like an yeah, hour. But I feel like she would have. I think she might have had writers. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that she would have had people write for her. Okay, hey. so this is. I was in the car with my uh, my brother and my little sister and my sister in law. We were talking about like the best like female MC whatever. Like we're like really like into hip hop. Like mm-hmm. my family is. So cool. w- w- the ghostwriter got like brought up like oh, wow. as a po- in comedy you know we're all expected to like write like our own jokes but like at what point do you accept the fact that like you're going to need other people to Wait, help you like write stuff how common is that in hip-hop it is very common in is hip-hop, it really actually like no the, sure. like the, the, the bigger people get the more like jay-z doesn't write all his own stuff really like no Aww. Nicki minaj like that was like a big like she doesn't write like half of her stuff huh. like a lot of people especially when they get like on a certain level 
Wasn't that the whole thing with Nicki Minaj? Why it took so long for her to have a reply because right she because didn't she didn't write her own because she doesn't she write had to her wait own for stuff. everybody to write for her. Right? Is she the one that's feuding with somebody? Or she was feuding with Remy Ma. Oh, a couple, Remy Ma. A couple, a few I, I met her ago. before. Remy Ma. When I was a sound guy, I did a show with her. Oh, she wow. was really nice. Everybody in the room is gay too. It was a very big gay crowd, but. She was oh, cool. I wish I was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a gay party. It was a gay party. She came in and she did like three songs and that was it. it. But she was cool. She was cool. <laughs> really? <laughs> she was yeah. cool. She was cool. No, no, no. She was cool. She's very nice. Right, but She's that was like nice. her whole like diss track about uh Nikki was the fact that like Nikki doesn't like uh, write her own stuff. You know, but my argument was the fact that once you get to a certain level how much of your stuff are you really writing? Yeah. Like, I feel like almost everybody in the industry has, like, Amy Schumer, her, not, I don't know about this show, this one we were just talking about, but the one before it, her last HBO special, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, she was, she showed how she was writing it with Chris Rock. Like, Chris Rock well, helped her write it. I think that's what this new special, I think she other. did it on her own. And I think it kind of backfired. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was that good. But, but see... But it's I like that, or she didn't learn her jokes. But you know what Chris Rock does, right? He he workshops all this stuff. He'll hire like five comics, they'll all hang out, and he'll just go over his material and just be like, all right, and they'll punch it up for him. Like that's that Chris Rock does that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but also like Wanda Sykes like writes a lot for him too. Really? Yeah, like uh, bigger, better. Nick DiPaolo used to write for him. Um, like, of all people. Yeah, Wanda Sykes. Uh, no way. Really? Helped write that? Yeah. Okay. But uh, does that make you think less of Chris Rock? Because I'm pretty sure Dave Chappelle's writing all this stuff. I'm pretty sure Louis Rams. Does that make you think less right, of Chris Rock? Right? Does that make you like, think I, I less know. of like other comics because somebody is writing for them? When well, I look at it this way: you can have somebody win Best Actor. They did not write the film, right? And you can have somebody that won Best Actor, and the film didn't win Best Picture, and the writer didn't win Best Screenplay. Like I think that. Do I? Th- I don't think of them as being um, a purist. You, you know what I mean? Like they're kind of like they're a performer, but I don't know that I feel like they're the the same as like doing the grind and writing. Like a Whoopi Goldberg when she does shows, is, I don't feel like she's writing her own. No, definitely not. She sits down definitely and she not. writes her own material, even like right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how often does she do stand up though? Not that often. I don't yeah. think. Uh. Yeah, you're right. Like I think she was like on tour last year. I think Joan Rivers. I saw Joan Rivers right before she died. That was wow. She used to do every every other week. She would. There was a workout room on like Forty Second Street. She used to do. It was great. No, I've never seen her. Oh, she was great. But uh, my favorite, Joan Rivers, Rodney Dangerfield. But like she had like a room full of jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was a sad. That that documentary was was good. Yeah. But like when she know. talks about herself dying and then she dies, <laughs> like, <laughs> like t- right after that. Yeah, but like she literally had like a, like just file cabinets full of like index cards filled with jokes. Like she had thousands upon thousands of jokes. I wonder what's up which with the is they're at now. everybody doesn't have that amount of talent. Not to say like you're not talented because you can't write thousands and thousands of jokes, but yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, yeah. astronomical. Like, but I mean, she was also like in comedy for like forever, yeah. right? Like, you know, yeah. I mean, she broke down a lot of barriers. Yeah, she's like one of the yeah. founders. Yeah, of, for, as far as female, comedians, yeah, as far as I mean, female comedians go, she's hosting the Tonight Show. Yeah, I mean, back in like crazy. the seventies when 
She was doing Fridays because Johnny only did four nights a week. So she she was doing every Friday. And then Jay Leno was doing it. And that's how he got the gig. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that I look at them like. Uh, if you had an HBO special and people wanted to work with you and write with you, would you do that? Or would you want it no. to just be purely you? I, I think I would just like to have like one special. And that's it. And then just disappear. Live like at the Jersey Shore by myself. <laughs> Marissa, I no, I mean I would be fine with that. You know, it's it's like with I, you with just you writing. Or are you working with other people? Working with other people, I'd be fine with that as long as that it was there were good jokes. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like um, people that you respect. Chris Rock comes to me and says he just wants to work with me and do some jokes. I mean, it Fuck depends yeah. on what it is. Like I help my friends all the time. Like you know, they'll throw stuff at me. Like, hey, maybe you should try this or like that. But like. You know, so what's the difference? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think that I'm like a purist to the point where, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to sell out. That's my whole goal is to sell out. <laughs> <laughs> you, can do it. you can do it. You can do it. Well, they're giving TV shows to everyone. They also, you know, put it out there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I don't think it's a problem. But I do think that it's interesting, though, kind of what you're saying with, like, the PC police about the far right now and the far left being more PC police than the far right. Right. But I also kind of feel like, I don't know, I feel like the, the right kind of caused that because they were so... Um, I guess I, I'm trying to find the right word other than assholic and rude, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's just like, oh well, you know, well, they kind of went down the whole line of like being able to call anybody anything and being disrespectful of, of people. That I feel like political correctness it was just a pendulum swing from well, we don't want whatever it is that these people are doing. Like, you know, like just walking up to someone and calling them a faggot. Like, we don't want that. Mm. How do we avoid that? Well, everyone needs to be politically correct. Now, that's how, I mean, I think that's how the left kind of started going. And then the left went too far. Like, whoa, well, you know, you can't say retarded. And people are like, fuck you, retard. And hmm. now it's like, <laughs> now it's like a, a pendulum swing again. Y you know, I think it's just a back and forthness of it. But, you know, I think, I think basically if everybody was not a dick, then like everyone could kind of say what they wanted to say, but everyone needs, like, feels the need to take everything too far, you know? Like, totally. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I end up arguing with these uh, people on Twitter all the time and it's just like, uh -huh. you know, so it's like. Like okay. how? Like what? Oh, like, just like these, like, alt-right people when I start talking shit about Trump, and then they'll never call me a snowflake, which I think is... What does funny. that mean? A snowflake is basically a, a liberal, like a libtard, but, like, uh. the whole fact of a snowflake, is, it's like an alt-right term, which is neo-Nazi. Um, I don't think alt-right is neo-Nazi, though. I don't think that. If they can't differentiate between ISIS and Muslim, I don't need to differentiate between uh, all right. Well, that's just retarded. That's retarded. <laughs> you know it, what I mean? Like that's the stupidity to me. Is you know, serious. But uh, it's uh, so basically their whole thing is is that 
liberals all think that they're special, like individuals, like a snowflake. So that's why uh. that became um, like an alt-right insult is that liberals all think they're they're unique individuals. So that's why they call them snowflakes. Oh. But uh. I guess they can't call me a snowflake because I'm black. You know, but they call me a libtard. Oh man, I haven't been on Twitter in a while. A libtard. See, that's exactly. I, why like I don't that. have a Twitter. I like libtard. That's pretty. Cool. Yeah. So then I call them Trump tarts. You like libtard? It's kind of funny. I, it's I, better I, than snowflake. Yeah. So you got, yeah. I I don't like either one of them, but you know, as, as soon as I you start saying like, oh well, you know. You, you're a Russian puppet, then are like, ah, oh, libtard. Like, oh, it's like, oh, well, you're the one that voted for this fool. <laughs> like, you uh-huh. know, but uh, I don't know. I, I mean, how, what, what is it that you feel like you're not able to say that you think that you should be able to say? Uh, I just noticed what, like, younger generation, like millennials, they just seem to, like, want approval before they laugh. Like, it's, it's just, like, for anything offensive, you know? Like, you can't make fun of anybody these days or do any anything, like, edgy, it seems to me. I mean, but then again, if it's funny, it's funny. But certain topics, it's just not going to happen anymore. I mean, I think that if it's funny, people will laugh at it. But I also think that... Um, I think that... Uh, it depends on who you're making fun of, really. And I think how you make fun of them. Well, I think if you're doing comedy, you make fun of anybody. Who cares? That's how I feel. I, I agree. It should be. I don't think there's Comedy should be an open forum that you're able to kind of say whatever you want to say. And as long as and, you're doing jokes. And as long as you're doing jokes, like, it should be. No, nah, I mean, if you're berating somebody cool. in an audience for no reason, then, then yeah, I got a problem with that. But if you're just doing jokes, I mean, it's, you know, why not? Who cares? We're having, it's, that's what it is. Yeah. I think that, you know, in, in taking up a libtard perspective. <laughs> um, <laughs> libtard. So, like, I think the thing is, though, is that, yes, you should be able to joke about anything. But I think how you do it, it's like, I think that the real concern for a lot of, like, left people is that if you're making fun of, like, a disadvantaged group or a group that you have more power than. Like, I think that if you go after powerful people, you can say whatever you want about it and nobody's really going to give a shit. Um, I think that the far-right people are kind of uh, against that right now because it used to be a time where, you know... You, if you wanted to say something about rich people, you could say whatever you wanted about rich people. No one gave a fuck about rich yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. But if you say something about Trump now, then it's just like, oh well, you can't say anything about him because their their ass really? is really yeah. tight about it. Like, and but you know, I mean, how can you not say something about Trump? It's like it's so hard. Yeah, that's. But their asses get <sighs> so tight about I, it. Right, I've. I've like I do shows and I have not said anything specific uh, Trump about Trump. It's yeah. it's it's I'm not I don't go there. It's just, just because just I, I don't want to go there. I don't feel like you I know. Got like one jo- Trump yeah, sort of joke, Trump kind of joke. It. But I mean, I'm just seeing like ten minutes of just Trump, and it's just like all right, enough. And then another ten minutes about Trump. <laughs> it's just like why? <laughs> because he's like he sucks the air out of the earth. It's just you, <laughs> it, it's like you, you can't breathe without something being fucking Trump all the time. It's. It, I mean, <laughs> just is, look that's at what he's a master. Of. It's like yesterday, for instance. It's. It was like completely insane. You got the Senate going nuclear so that he could like put in his fucking puppet, damn uh, uh, 
Supreme Court judge because he's going to be in there for another 25 years. We're going to end uh. Roe v. Wade and, and like every other thing that protects us. But the Senate is going nuclear for this fool, changing 200 years of history of how the Senate is run for him to just turn around and start an illegitimate war with an illegitimate president that is probably colluding with Russia. It's like my mind is going to fucking explode. But wait. If he is on the Russian side, like then this this would kind of say the opposite of that because like no. bombing Syria is bombing. That's they're, they're in cahoots with Russia. So he isn't warns that, them first. But doesn't that kind of like like I don't know I don't know. I'm just thinking like like he warned them first. Putin knew what our military was doing before our Senate did. He did not. Yeah, even, but Obama used to do that. Like, like all right, we're coming next month. All right, two <laughs> weeks. Two weeks. One yeah. hour. He's Here to we put come. Off, like wait, <laughs> but you know, but. Our government knew what was happening. Like, the Russians knew what was happening before our government knew yeah, but, what was happening. Yeah, but here's another thing. Most, uh, like, Chuck Schumer, uh, Pelosi, they're on the side of Trump with this. If you read what their comments, they're not slamming Trump. They're saying, uh, yeah, we think it was the right move. So this, so, so the people that are Trump supporters are pissed off at Trump because they're saying, oh, you're going with the establishment. This is a... This is this is the globalism globalist move, you know. You're with it didn't bomb us. Why are you doing this now? The now the Democrats are, are on his side on this, which is kind of interesting. Cause it's the first thing that he's done where like they've actually not slammed him. If you look at the quotes, well, mm. so I think that there's um, a a bit of each. The populist alt right segment of Trump people don't want him to to go into Syria because he's supposed to be a populist putting America first, right? Schumer and the Democrats that are okay with this were okay with this also when Obama wanted to do it, but the Congress would not allow him to well, do also, it. Also, Hillary Clinton was on TV before this even happened interviewing. It was like, yeah, we, I would have taken out their airfields. And then like two hours later, Trump bombed their airfields. It was just a little like, what the fuck? Well, because he doesn't have any advisors, he had to listen to television. Uh, right. I See, I he has a lot television of advisors. Was like, Wait. Trump's advisors, he has a lot of advisors. I don't know who they are or what, but he definitely has advisors. I mean, he's but he still watches TV out. and was like, But I think huh. his advisors... Maybe we should do it. No, I think what's <laughs> happening with Trump right now is I think he had the advisors that were just telling everyone to go fuck off, and all of a sudden he was realizing, oh shit, this isn't going to work. And it's kind of, he's shifting more to where he's working with people. Working more with Democrats and more with people that Republicans are in the thing. Because if you look up who Bannon was, that guy was a libertarian. He was like anti like everybody. He's a Leninist. Yeah. Wait, what's Lenin? Lenin was communist, right? Yes. I don't think. No, Bannon's not a communist. He's a complete opposite he's, of that. No, he's a Leninist. He believes in a complete destruction of the um, the government. Like he doesn't believe. Yeah, less, no government. Less government. Like he basically wants no government. Like he he's basically. A Leninist is no government. I thought Lenin. I don't. Are They're you basically sh- okay. anarchists. They're no, like not um, anarchists, but I think I don't want the government in my life, all, my life, daily life, all the time. Like I'm, I'm, I'm for less government. But the problem with that <laughs> is, is then you start cutting programs for for poor people and whatever. So it's like, like right because government's so necessary. It, yeah, and, and it always comes to the same thing. Why can't you just fucking meet in the middle? Like, like all right, we want no government. We want a shitload of government. It's like all right, well, let's meet in the middle. You know, but. It'll never happen. Like, why don't we have a third party? Wouldn't that just solve the whole thing? We're in a two-party system. Well, let's have a third-party system. <laughs> we'll we? get nothing yes. done. Like but, we. Wait, wait, no, you see, you say that, but other countries have multiple parties and get things done. 
they don't have a, a they don't have the same structure that we have. Right. And their structure was built on a multiple party system. Yeah, Our right, structure right. was built on a two party system. Other countries you are can not get America. Get rid of one party, but it has to be replaced by another party. But then you'll have some place like France where they have like a viable <coughs> Nazi party in their parliament. Like you know, yeah, it's right. just yeah. you know a lot of these um, like. Uh, uh, like uh, Scandinavian countries, they have like Nazi, like they literally have a legitimate no, no. Nazi party that's no, on their 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 parliaments. They're all very so, socialist too. I mean, they, they have yeah, but they're also smaller countries. You know, like they have tons of government programs. They pay a shitload of taxes, but they get a lot for it. Right, but you, I mean, I wouldn't want to pay forty to sixty percent of my income in tax. Well, that's what the, the, the left wants, though, as far as paying for health care. How do you think they're going to pay for these things? They're going to tax you more. I mean, if you want the Bernie Sanders thing, that was his plan, was to tax the shit I out of I never you. wanted Sanders. Me either. But, uh, but that was where that he's, was yeah, going. Yes, because Sanders is a socialist. I'm not a socialist. Oh, okay. Um, oh, wow. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I am. I would say I'm an equalitarian, but like, what is that? <coughs> it just basically means all people are equal. Yeah, I'll go for that. Why not? Okay, I like, like that. Yeah, you I'm know, into it. I'm yeah. Into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like equalitarian. Like uh, yeah, an equalitarian. It's like everyone is equal. Like you would all pay the equal amount of tax. You would all have like equal opportunities for everything. Like everybody is equal. Like, but uh, I thought that was that's socialism. No, socialism is basically. Um, Everybody is like kind of. It's not equal in the sense where your uh, your abilities are equal. It's it's more like everybody gets the same. The same. Yeah. yeah, but then what about the person that's not carrying the weight and the guy that's busting his ass? That's where it always comes in. It's like, right, ah, but like no. In equal. Oops. In equalitarianism, <laughs> like let's say that. Everybody pays twenty five percent of their income to tax, right? Right. So no matter what, no matter no how matter much how money you make, you pay twenty five percent of what that is. Right. Okay. That's okay. Kind of it's like a flat tax fair. kind of thing. You know, it's that's, but that's like fair. everything is like equal. It's like you know, every everyone gets paid the same amount of money for the same job. Like it doesn't matter if you're a young, old man, woman, black. Well, what white, if you're like better everything. at that job? Then are you shouldn't you get paid more. <laughs> Everything right. is equal. I don't Ooh. like that. No, I don't agree. Everyone is equal. I, who's because everyone's that you're not equal. I, I, some people are better at other things. Some people take the initiative and work harder. Some people are just lazy, you know, Ooh. and they're just not like, you know, like a lot of my pe- friends, people that I knew that were, were all for Bernie Sanders, were a bunch of fucking slackers. You know, like, it was just like, no, you want that because you don't want to work. It's like, come on, you don't want to put the effort in. Like, but the, I'm not, and I agree with you, where people equal, but I think there are that does happen though. Where you got the people that work hard and you got the people that are just like, eh, you know, you do it. We're getting the same. That's where yeah, you always yeah. meet, you're always going to meet that. You're always going to yeah. meet that. Yeah, but you're always going to meet that anyway. And the person that's working harder will move up and the person that's right. not will stay where they are. I mean, you can say the same thing. That's the problem with capitalism is is once you get to the top, it's 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 why why educate the poor? Because then they could take your spot. You know, you're trying to keep what you have. So it's like there's always like a negative to each. To but like that's the whole thing with everyone being equal is that a poor person and a rich person are equal. Like you, you know what I mean? It's it's more of a mentality. It's, but in, but in that state, there wouldn't be no rich or poor, or there or no. No, there are people. It's no one's limiting your ability to make money. Right. We're just saying that y- you can't 
like there's no one that is going to be um exempt from from things because they're rich or because they're that and like even with bernie with this like free college thing it's like which i'm for that by the way if you're going to give anything free college is one thing all right free education makes perfect sense to me like i'm not necessarily for that why not well Uh so one i feel like what are you going to do for all the people that paid to go to school? Are you going to get them wipe it out. sort of like you got to get rid of their their college loans? Or are you going to give them money back for the tuition that they paid? Like, what are you going to do for all the people that paid to go to school? Then the next thing is, is that I feel like you're going to you're going to um, really spread the gap more because you're going to have kids that are going to elementary schools and high schools in right. shitty school districts that are graduating high school at like a fifth or sixth grade reading level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have kids in the suburbs who had went to a good public school. Their families can probably pay for them to go to college, but they get to go for free. So like not only are there, or is the gap going to be that much greater between the kid that went to public school that in right. a shitty public school. Yeah. Now all of our tax money is being diverted to kids that can actually pay to go to school. And this kid is still fucked. Like, you but know. if everybody has the, I mean, they're saying a state school. So if all state schools are free and you have that option, then why not? I mean, I, they're like state schools are, I mean, depending upon your income, you basically can go for free anyway. Uh-huh. And, you know, I don't really, I don't see a point of spending like all of his tax money to have kids that can pay to go to a state school go for free when you have kids that literally would not ever be able to afford to go that 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 you know all right so what's the stance on free health care then oh that's a whole nother. is that a similar stance then if you have the mo- if you don't have the money you get it if you have the money you pay for it because that's what you're saying with education yeah. so you're similar right. yeah so i kind of feel like if anything give tax credits right to- <laughs> Give tax credits to companies that have the most of their employees enrolled in healthcare, 401k, dental, vision, whatever. If they're helping their employees, then help them out. But like if someone has no health insurance, then they should have health insurance. But if you can afford health insurance, then no, I don't think that you should get free health insurance. Uh, yeah. Right. Like, you know, it's like, because <coughs> why? Like you, you can afford it. Hmm. Interesting. But uh, damn, yeah. we're breaking it down. Break it down. We're breaking Marissa's it down. not playing games. We are. No, if you can afford it. Pay for it. If you can't afford it, all right. I can't afford it. But uh, well, me neither. But my health insurance. <laughs> but the health insurance I have now is like pretty much useless. It does nothing. It's like I have health insurance with I, my job, and uh, I don't have. Um, I don't. I don't have any. Uh, like, like. Uh, uh, prescription coverage or dental or vision. Uh, oh, oh man. So right, like it's th- if you need to go to the hospital. If I like, it? if I need to go to the doctor, <laughs> like I can pay <laughs> copay. But if that doctor gives me medication, then it's like my EpiPen was like six hundred dollars. Fuck. That's just so you don't go in the shop. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I like a live like right now. <laughs> I didn't even buy it. I was like six hundred dollars. Like when am I not close to a hospital? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> we live in New York. I can rash lines out. <laughs> it's just like wait. You, so know. you don't have an epipen on you right now? No. Oh, <laughs> it's like make so sure wait, all what's these the epipen are good. Uh, <laughs> like if I go into anaphylactic shock. Oh, uh, I thought it was if you got stung by a bee. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, that's yeah. like one of 
the yeah, scenario. it's like it's an allergic. It's like, yeah, so like if uh, you get stung by a bee and then you go into anaphylactic shock. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, I've been in anaphylactic shock like a few times and I survived it. Oh, fine. Fine. You got like fifteen minutes. Rolling a oh. dice. Take, a, take an Uber. <laughs> like you know, fifteen minutes. All it takes is that asshole in traffic that doesn't want to move. And like, <laughs> a, a Benadryl will like add at least another like. 20 minutes on top of it so if it's real bad just pop a Benadryl on your way to the hospital you're fine you're fine <laughs> that's why I would never live somewhere that's not near a hospital cause, there you go um, but uh, we're gonna Damn. have to take a, a break before we start our next segment but Edward before we go like where can everyone see you next uh, I'll be at Old Man Hustle tonight at 8 o'clock and then the next big thing is I got a 420 show at puffpuff.org you can get tickets for that it's in a secret location in Williamsburg Cool. It's me, Mike wow. Racine, Tim Dillon, Josh Carter, and Brooke Arnold. Nice, nice. So, uh, and where can everyone follow you on, like, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook? Twitter, Edward J. Farrell, and you can look me up on Yelp at edwardfarrell.yelp.com, where I review Diet Cokes and bars. We can okay. get into that, but that's okay. where you can find me. <laughs> okay, so uh, tell them about your Diet Cokes, you guys. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This is Big Talking Brewskies.
talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack the cold while we're on the air. Big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack the cold while we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, war. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when open, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Yeah. Hey guys, we're back. This is Big Talking Brewskis. I'm still Marissa Smith, and we have Wendy Starling with us, you guys. Oh, hi. How are you? How you doing, Wendy? Great. Nice to see you. Thanks for doing the show. Thank you for having me. I'm being very unprofessional. I'm Instagramming right now. Oh yeah, don't worry about to it. Get that's that's how we roll here. To have all the all all my crazy fans call in. Nobody, yeah, yeah, but let's yeah. See. The, all they also call in. Well, cheers, cheers. Happy three years. Thank Happy you. third year anniversary. Thank Thanks for coming down and uh, doing mm. our three year show. Oh, we got wine. This is mm. great. We've got all the drinks. We've got wine. We've got beer. Ronnie's got vodka. We've got cupcakes. We've got pastries from Queens. Oh, uh, it's amazing. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's quite a little uh, diabetes spread we have going on here. And perfect timing because I started. I woke up at seven o'clock this morning in excruciating pain, and I just I had a dream that I was having my period, and I woke up in my terrible cramps. And I so you this is a this is a yeah, gift. There you this go from manna from heaven. There you go from heaven to my uterus. I love these snacks. I don't know if you're a big fan of peanut butter, but the peanut butter and jelly ones are my fave. Girlfriend, I was eating peanut butter out of the jar by itself today. <laughs> and I, do, yeah. I don't even use, like, I don't get bread or celery or anything. I'll no, just, just a spoon. And I do that, and then I have honey and then a different jelly. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And I pretend it's healthy because I'm not putting bread on it. Because yeah, you're, you're staying away from the carbs. Right. I feel you. Yeah. So it's That's just totally. straight fat and sugar. Yeah. Mm. So, Wendy, how was your week? It was great. Yeah. A good week. Yeah. I've uh, been writing a lot. I'm working with Women's Health, starting to submit to them, which is cool. Awesome. Yeah, the senior editor is a fan, and she hit me up and asked me about the sugar daddy stuff, and so I wrote an article about that. For okay. Them. And for uh, our listeners that don't know about the sugar daddy stuff, what is your sugar daddy stuff? So I've Mm-mm. got, uh, I have a sugar daddy, and I met him, I've talked about a little bit, um, and so he's somebody that I date and I talk about it on stage and he pays for a couple things. I mean, it's not like I'm not living in some apartment in the city. I'm still, I have roommates and I still work, but it's kind of like welfare. Okay. Uh, but for having good pussy. That's what it is. That's all it is. So he, I have like a gym membership and I can take Ubers and if I need help with other, you know, little things here and there, I can ask him for it and he'll hook me up, but. It's pretty great. I get like amenities of a rich person, but while still being a struggling artist. Okay. It's pretty weird. <laughs> what kind of amenities? Um, well, the Equinox. I have a membership to every Equinox in the world. In the world. Yeah. So I can go to any club. So that's kind of nice to be running through. And I get Ubers unlimited. He's like, so I took the train today for the first time in like two months. <laughs> very right, quaint. Unlimited Ubers. Yeah. Fuck. That's great. I take, it's, it's so nice, especially running around all day. So I have... 
Fact I, carry, and, yeah. I carry all kinds of shit with me and bags and I can wear cute shoes and I don't have to dress for rain or weather because you're just going from car to building. Right. Yeah. Which is, uh, it's yeah. very fancy. Yeah. It's very fancy. <laughs> and I do and I feel, you know, so it's that kind of stuff. And then like I have a, I go to a really nice hairstylist and I was like, I need facials and my nails done. And so he'll just give me a little extra money if I want to do stuff like that. Wow. It's pretty cool. Unlimited Ubers. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. the fuck I would do with that's that. The be- that's the best. Oh, my just God. awesome. So it's just like on his Uber or something? Okay. No, it's on my Uber, but I ha- so he doesn't see where I'm going, mm. but I just have his credit card. That's just okay. to it. Just boom. Anytime yep. you need. And I got him. It's an Amex, and I hooked up the double points because I'm just such a nice girlfriend. <laughs> I'm such a nice fake girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So like, what's like, um, like a normal night out with your sugar daddy? Um, we, sometimes I'll just go over like after shows, you know, cause a lot of times we're working at night. Okay. So a normal d- guy, if you're dating, they want to go out like th- two or three times a week and it's dinner and it's whole production. But I'm like, I don't have that kind of time. So sometimes I'll just go over late and we just hang out and like have drinks or go get late, you know, go get a late bite to eat around the corner. Right. So sometimes we do real fancy things. Like we went to and the other few weeks ago, maybe like a month ago, we went to some like dance performance at okay. the Guggenheim. It was like this exclusive thing for I guess like donors only. So it was like Carolyn Kennedy was like seven people away from us. Okay, what? <laughs> so we go to the Guggenheim. We watch this fancy dance thing. It was very. I identified more with the dancers than yeah. the people watching them. And I was like, those, these are all poor, struggling artists yeah, mm-hmm. doing weird. And the rich people are just like, oh, that's so... Look at how they can keep rhythm when they haven't eaten for three days. <laughs> 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 it, felt, it felt very strange. I felt like the wealthy people in the medieval times, like watching the homeless people dance. <laughs> it's like, throw uh. them a chicken leg. It was very... <laughs> yeah, it was bizarre. And like, nobody claps. They were into so. And then after that, we went and we had dinner at the Modern because one of his friends... Like knows the people that run that. I don't know. We went to the modern and got the best service I've ever had, and just I mean, expense. It was so it was really fun. It's it's fancy. It's weird to be in. I that was gonna p- say it's so fancy. I know, and that's the only problem is I. The reason I fit in is I think is that like I have short hair and like small tits, and I'm kind of so I like I look like a fancy New York person. Does he buy your outfits for these type of events? No. Okay, so you come. I dress however I want to dress. And the cool thing is being a comic and being, I'm not famous, but I'm well known. I'm established enough in New York and doing comedy gives you this, uh, I don't want to, it's not weird. It makes sense. The sense of self and this self-confidence. People in New York definitely, when you tell me you're a comic, they look at you like a different, like, oh, okay. And at this point, you know, I'm 35 and so I have a lot more confidence than I did when I was younger. So he's inviting me. He and I like each other, right? We get along. He respects what I do. He's come out to shows. He's hooking me up with his lawyers for a couple of projects I have to make sure I don't get screwed out of money. But because he respects me and he sees us as equals, he's like, oh, come out with me to, all, to these events. I meet my fancy friends. He doesn't say fancy. I say that. Right. <laughs> but, so when they go, they're they, just friends to him. Right. They look at <laughs> me. Yeah, they're just regular people. <laughs> but it's interesting to go out because the first time I remember going, I was like, I felt really ashamed because I'm like, I'm poor. Like, I'm a struggling artist and I'm not, you know, like a bougie. And I pop off and say shit that I think is funny. And at this point, I'm not going to filter. My, I mean, I do in appropriate situations. Right. But I, I'm not going to act like I know all the weird references and like, oh, the Hamptons. Like, I will make fun of the culture in front of them 
but they are into it and it's this weird sense of they're like what do you do and he's like she's a comic she has a trailer for a documentary so he thinks it's really cool so that's an interest it's a very interesting thing because then i feel like oh I, yeah i should be proud of who i am and what i do and i am awesome it's you would think and he kind of feels like a patron of the arts exactly that's what i try to let him know <laughs> yeah. we watch these people stomp around on boxes in the guggenheim and now you're feeding a bitch though that she has the energy to go talk about her pussy to a room full of strangers mm-hmm. at new york comedy club you are supporting <laughs> yeah liberal arts yeah it's a donation it's a donation. He's like uh, a Medici of modern uh, times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's so weird because at first when I signed up for the website and I thought about doing it, like actively seeking it out instead of having it naturally happen. So you found him on a website. Yeah. Oh, so there's like a sugar daddy website or something? Uh-huh. Okay. Is it um, Go Sugar Daddy? No, there are a bunch of different ones. Oh. But a lot of the chicks on there, and I this is no judgment, are specifically... Not most, but a lot of them are. I mean, that's a loophole to be a legal escort. Right. Okay. So you've got a lot of that on there. And women who are specifically, they're just trying to get money. And I get it because I'm for the same thing. But it's super addictive. You can see how addictive money is. Because holy shit. I had different people messaging me from the site. And I was and for, I was like, ooh. And offering. And I'm like, oh, I'm seeing somebody. And they're just offering money like a lot of money but you could see how addictive it gets i'm like oh if i see this guy once a week then i get this and i'm like okay well now i'm dwindling down the amount of time i'm doing shows and Uh. you have to kind of check yourself but i've talked to other girls sorry i keep it in the thing on the site and um the guy that i see he dates like three other chicks from the site oh I don't okay. give a shit. I do not give a shit. I think it's great. They're cool. They're cool <laughs> bitches. I like, get along with them. We hang out. It's like, I don't. It's cool. Um, and then on a week like this, for a couple weeks, if I'm like bloated and I'm on my period, I just don't want to fuck. I just like don't. Then we just kind of switch roles. Oh, you're like sister wives. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like, interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's very. So it's, I mean, it really is. It's almost like it's like a family, but it's the most, it's a fulfilling relationship, but it's very low commitment. How old is this guy? Uh, I in his fifties. Okay. okay. On stage, if you, I, I say sixty three because it's a funny prime numbers are funnier. <laughs> and I'm thirty five, so if someone in their fifties, they're like, "Yeah, bitch, you're a wrinkly 35. 50s Fifties does not seem old. <laughs> so for shock value, I'll, I'll say do sixty three. Yeah, six, sixty yeah. sixty gives like shock value. Yeah, yeah. but fifties like. 50s, like uh, yeah, Her dick still gets hard. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's yeah. But so it's cool. It's kind of it's pretty amazing. And I wrote that article, and he, I showed it to him, and like his other girlfriend saw it, and they were telling yeah. me it's great. Oh, yeah. But you can see how addictive the money gets, and when you first start getting, like, I understand why. Like, I saw so MC Hammer. I went into CVS the other day, and there was an ad for like tape or something and I forget what the tagline was it's on my Instagram I could look it up but it was MC <laughs> Hammer and like MC Hammer pants like yeah he's like doing a doing, promotion for like some sort of tape yeah doing an ad for tape and you're like how sad but when you hear about people or people who are poor and they win the lottery and they blow all their money yeah mm-hmm. people who don't have a lot of money and then you all of a sudden get a lot of it mm-hmm. it is 
so addicted because you're like, oh, well, let's go to dinner. Let's go to the spa. Let's get fucking booze and drugs. Like, I'm not, for being honest, you know what I'm saying? Like, because right. those, a lot of those wealthy people are doing a lot of that shit. Okay. Yeah. So you get a, in this lifestyle and the whole thing's addictive. To be where I can leave the house and like leave, um, you know, get up, do whatever, write whatever I'm going to do for the day. And then I'll leave it like to go to the gym, get done with the gym. And then if I have a spot, say at like seven or eight and I have a block of two or three hours, it's like, oh, I'll go get dinner. Whereas before I had the money, I was cooking my own food and bringing it with me everywhere. Right. Because I'm like, I don't want to spend the money. But now it's like, well, now you go out and it's like, oh, I'll go get food or what? I have time to kill. I'll go get I'll go to the spa. I, I mean, you can, I'll go shopping. I'll do something to kill time. And a spa, if you're tired, it's kind of perfect. If you go get a mani-pedi or go get a facial or go get a massage, you're killing an hour of time. And you're also relaxing. Which right, is yeah. you Essentially, you're paying somebody to, to touch you while you take a nap. Right. Right. It's, and so I did that. I've done that a couple of times. And it's super fun. But at the end, I made sure I was able to afford it. But you look at the end of the day. And there, like the other day, I was like, and I had the money for it. So I'm not, I mean, I could always, I could have saved it instead for sure. But I was like, right. I want to. You got to treat yourself. Right. You got to treat yourself. I went to the American Apparel. They were having a sale. So I went there and then I went to the spa and then um, had some dinner, had a show and then met some friends and we had some drinks afterwards. I not joke. I spent like a thousand dollars in one day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it's so easy to do. It's so it's, easy to do. Yeah. But that's that's money. It comes. Like, it, well, it, it comes yeah. and it goes right. so fast. I was on the prices right and I want a car. What the fuck? No, yeah, you did not. I did. Absolutely. Look on my Instagram. When was that? This is like 2007. But like in order for you to get the car, you have to like um, pay the taxes up front. And it had right. the taxes. It's like I sold it back to the dealership as like a used car because technically I'm the first person like to own the car. Anyways, I got back $15,000. Okay. Like... Yeah. And I spent that in like two months. Okay. It was very easy yeah. to just be like, yeah. fuck it. I'm going to buy a car. I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to do this. Yep. Like, and you just. You just blow it. You just go and spend. Yeah. I did that the other night. I I uh, we, I we was out with Christina after a Glamour Puss. We're out. We're hanging out. We get food. We're getting drinks. And we wanted to go out. And her boyfriend was home sleeping. He was sick. And I live in Queens. And we're in the city. And we were in the village doing karaoke. And we're out. And we're like, we want to keep we want to keep hanging out. But we wanted to, like, sit down, like, chill in, like, a house and watch TV. So instead of going quietly to her apartment, because they, they, we could have done it quietly, we're like, fuck it. We went on the One Night Standard app on my phone. We booked a room with the Highline. <laughs> it was only $189. Really? Yeah, this app called the One Night Standard. I use it in LA. One Night Standard. And yep, you can just book a. It's oh. specifically for the standard hotel chains. Oh, okay. Yep, it's called One Night Standard. So there are two I in love LA. The standard, there's one in Miami and two in New York. Say right. that both of them in LA. Yeah. It's dope. <laughs> and you, after three o'clock, you log on. And after 3 p.m. local time of the hotel, whatever rooms they haven't booked, you get them for a super discounted rate. Like the other night, it was a Friday night. It's like two in the morning. I got a room at the Highline for 189 bucks. Wow! And then it's at your checkouts at like two or something. Yeah, so that's awesome. But that's a very irresponsible. And we're like, and we're gonna get rooms. So it was a seventy dollars for right. a sandwich and a thing of ice cream. It's <laughs> like we're all gonna live forever. And it's like, well, I mean, I know you can't take money with you, but you also don't want to be like a homeless person. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't well, when you're it. at the standard, yeah. though, just, uh, I'm at the standard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know. Well, and the front desk guy was so funny. Christina name dropped herself. I love her so much. <laughs> we were pretty fucked up. And we walk up and I'm like, oh, Wendy Starling, I'm checking in. And this kid, he's like, oh, he's like, okay, cool. He goes, I feel like I recognize your name somewhere. And Christina goes, she's a comedian. And he's like, oh, okay. And, and then she leans in. She goes, have you heard of guys we fucked? <laughs> he's like, uh, and he goes, yes, I love that show. And she goes, I'm Christina. And he goes, holy shit. And he upgraded us to a nicer room. <laughs> He's like, the next time you come back, let me know beforehand. If I'm working, I'll get you guys in. So I was like, oh, I will a million percent give you my phone number. For our yeah. Thanks. Especially I love upgrade. I know. Oh, yeah. a hotel. Yeah. Oh, God. No, it's the best. It's the best. Um, so now, what is like the most amount of money anyone's offered you? Um... What if I was like, $40? You're like, you leave. Uh, $40, can I take all this food to go? Um, <laughs> and food I was rides. just like, uh, she's... Yeah, the most, so... As far as like the... The most money I've been offered... Um, and it's not, I mean, it's nothing like over... But it's like, they either want to do a monthly thing. If the guys that are serious about it, you'll get a lot of people who... Um, they're like, oh, it's, oh, how about like two hundred dollars for like an a, a, on a, like an hourly hotel in the middle of the city? And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. Like, I signed up for the website as like a joke, and you get a lot of creepy emails, and money gets tough. But it's like, okay, but I'm not like this is you can't get I can't get trapped in that because that would have fucked with my self esteem. And I started to feel a lot of not a lot, but some of the guys in there are very aggressive and talk right. down to you because they're like, you're just a filthy hooker. And it's like, well. I'm sir, not. Sir, uh, at this point in time, I am a whore, okay? I just fuck a lot of people for free, all right? <laughs> at this point in time, I'm just having sex with 20, 20 somethings that show up to shows. And that, and a lot of them. That is a whore. That is not, <laughs> not a, a hooker. hooker. <laughs> Two very different things. If I was a hooker, I wouldn't be on this fucking site now, would I? <laughs> but um, the most is like someone will be like, oh, it's like five grand a month. Okay. And I just give that to you, which is, I mean, to see you like once a week. But then a lot of those guys want to travel, and I'm like, well, I can't really go out of town a lot because I'm here. Uh, but the but like five grand a month is a decent rent. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, yeah. You know, like that's a nice apartment. Yeah, and so yeah, uh, yeah and so it's a cool thing to do. But or then a with cheap apartment, living off that, right? Well, the thing too is you never know how long things are going to last. last. Yeah, right. right. It's, it's not like a job where you send a con and you get like a contracts. severance pack. Yeah, right. till his wife finds out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Have Sorry. you had any like incidences with like wives or anything like that? No. Like uh, the two guys that I've met off there are not married. Okay. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't like. This is just uh, like a wife. Go in, go in. I'm going. This yes. is just right, like, uh, like I got sticky, and I was like, "Wait, do I want to get messy right now?" Bougie. I know. Let's just all get just messy. Just dive in. We'll, we'll all do it together. So one, then, two, three, okay. go. Like, Ooh, that's that which one do you want? Okay, let's come up together. All right. That one looks oh God, it scooped right out. I don't even know what it is. Oh, it looks like a nipple. It's pink. Um. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's so good. Right. What is that? I think oh, it was strawberry oh, shortcake, right? right now. <laughs> mm. Oh my god, it was like cinnamon mm. and like a brown sugar thing. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Mmm. It's like goddamn. <laughs> that was a cookie dough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um have you had like any like weird like incidents with like your fellas and like um like a another girlfriend or like Um No, I had only one, but it wasn't weird. 
it was like um it was like I was the new girl that he was seeing okay. and then the other girl like we had been out drinking all day and this was like forever ago but the other one of the chicks that he sees he had, they had plans to come over to hang out and he was like oh I forgot she was coming over <laughs> and I'm like well I can hang he's like do you want to meet her and I'm like I was drunk and I'm like the fucking yeah let's do it I don't care and I, in my mind I'm like but that's I'm just not a possessive person okay. and I am confident enough in my own self that I like I like the idea of being in a polyamorous relationship I've always oh. thought that would be great because I don't want to be held down. And there are like there's a guy that I will hook up with sometimes and we're friends and I'm like I would love to date this person. He's somebody that I like spending time with. He's completely different. He's younger, he's like obnoxious. Uh he's funny, he's fun to be around. So it's like but to be able to have him, but then also if I want to go out to a nice dinner and have like an adult conversation. Right. right. Then I can do that, but it, it's like friends. I have a handful of close close friends and I love them all equally but for different reasons you know if right. I'm having a shitty day I would call one friend if I want to go do karaoke I call a different friend if I want to go get brunch I so that to me with dating is similar like I don't I'm totally cool with that right and I don't feel threatened because I'm like okay I can I can see that you would be a, like you and I as an example there could be a guy who is completely in love with you and thinks you're fucking awesome and is attracted to you and even though you and I are totally opposite looking we he could also equally be a, and that's not a threat. We're not a threat to each other, right? You know, right? It's just like I want to probably I would probably like all flavors of these cupcakes equally. <laughs> They're not competing with each other. They're all just as good, you know. Yeah, I'm an only child, so I don't share shit. <laughs> like, oh really? Like I don't share things. I don't share people. Like like I I have my own spoon. Like I'm just like you know I like I'm like kind of just like you know I I like my own shit. Do you have roommates? Um, if you'd like to call my mother a roommate, then <laughs> you don't let your mom use your spoon. No, fucking, you're awesome. <laughs> like, oh. She's got her own spoon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who do you think we live one spoon? <laughs> I, I'm the oldest, so like I went through that whole like for the first two years of my life, I was the only one, and it was like really nice. And then like my brother came along, and I pushed him down a flight of stairs. <laughs> so you're, you're a homicidal maniac. <laughs> uh, I mean, but you know, it's just it's like, ah, you got to learn how to share. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't was like. Issue for me? I don't like <laughs> sharing stuff. But I'll say, like the this is just from like a regular dating because I think that at least like with what you're doing, like there's lines already like drawn about that, and everyone's being like open and honest about it. Mm-hmm. I remember I was dating this guy. Um, we we're dating for like maybe. A month, month and a half, and uh, he invites me over to his place, and he's just like, "Oh, you know, I have a roommate. It's a female. Blah blah blah. I don't want you to be like weirded out." But I'm like, "Yeah, that's fine. That's cool." He's like, "I go over to his place. We're supposed to like Netflix and chill. We're hanging out in the living room watching TV." His roommate comes in, and uh, she's just like, "Who the fuck are you?" And I was just like, "Oh, hey, I'm Marissa." And then. She's like, did he tell you that I just aborted our child two weeks ago? And I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) amazing. I was just like, "Uh, I think you guys have a lot to sort out. And um, I will talk to you never. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I would have been like, yeah, that's why I'm here to try to cheer your sad ass up. (laughs) 
Manja. Exactly what you would say. You're in a bad mood. Yeah, I know. I came to. Fucking bitch. It's female camaraderie. I'm here to cheer your ass up. It was just like the strangest thing ever. But so, wait a minute. So, did you find out? Did you leave right then, or what happened? Yeah, I left. Oh man, see, I would have. I would have. Set up my camera and been like, let's hash this out. This is, oh, I, oh my God. Where did you meet this guy? Can I have the wine? Yeah. Please. Thanks. Um, Gotta wash down that cupcake. That red velvet with wine. It's the perfect. We're doing diabetes just the right way. I know. I'm waiting. (laughs) I'm going to just wait. I can almost not feel both of my feet. This is great. (laughs) Um, So basically, I used to go to this restaurant all the time, and he was like the chef at the restaurant, and um, he'd start like having the waiter bring out food to my table, Mm. and he'd just be like, oh, um, compliments to the chef. And so like first Mm. it was like an appetizer, and then it was like an entree that wasn't on the menu, and then he would like, like, it was like some like whole dessert or something like that. And so like, like every time I'd come in there, he'd just send food to the table, and then Finally, I was just like, well, is he ever going to, like, come out? Like, because he would just have the waiter bring the food, but never actually come to the table. Yeah. And so... That's hot. He, like, finally came to the table, and he was just like, oh, like, you know, I'd like to take you out on a date sometime. I'm like, oh, sure. And so, we're dating. Like, he was older at the time, and um, I think I was, like, I might have been, like, 22 or 23, and think he was, like... 38 or 39 Get or something it, like bitch. that. Yes. He was probably jizzing in all the food a little bit. And <laughs> once you didn't throw up, he's like, she's acclimated to the taste of my cum. It's like, oh, ah! she's the per- <laughs> perfect woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, she loves it. Ready to go. She keeps coming back. <laughs> oh, your balls taste like carrot cake. Uh-huh, <laughs> no, the carrot cake tastes, tastes like, like my balls. balls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to say that. That was oh great. I, thank you. I was imagining that as soon as you were talking. I was like, yeah, oh, God. Was like, oh, God. God. <laughs> this sauce is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, he was a lot older than you. Had you dated an older guy at that time? Um, At that time, like the, the boyfriend before him was maybe like eight years older. So. Okay. Yeah. But like he was like like older I'd say like I don't know I dated cause 2338 that's like yeah yeah that's your right in the you're, oh <laughs> that's like the oh yeah, yeah that's damn that's, yeah. you could kind of be my dad <laughs> yeah 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 realm you know I was like 27 54 there was, yeah, I, I yeah. only went on a couple of days with him. But Love like, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. With older dude, do, do, do you like older guys? or guys, what, See, do you, what do you the, want to Okay, so there was a whole tell story her. we missed at the beginning of the, the first segment. I was like saving it for you because I want to tell you. Oh, good. So I went, on the, I, I went on a date last night with a guy that I hooked up on Grindr. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like the night before. This crazy... Okay, so we get, we're on this date and then he... Asked me to marry him. He was like, "Let's just get married like, shut, tomorrow." Shut the fuck up. No, shut. No, seriously, like dead ass. He was like, "Let's just like go tomorrow to the courthouse and get married." And at first, I was like, "Yeah, he's." He, <laughs> what does he look like? Okay, forty nine, mm-hmm. but like, uh, he's a flight attendant, but like for like the Mets, like a private like flight attendant. So he's rich. Not, I mean, well, 
his house is nice. Like, he has a nice, like, apartment, like, in Queens. Okay. Like, and he was like, oh, I'm going to, like, after we, like, we hooked up on Grinder, met him, hooked up on Grinder, and he was like, I want to take you on a date tomorrow. And I was like, all oh, right. Oh, cool. So this is after great. you guys hooked up? Yeah, yeah. It was after we hooked Fucking up, like, the yeah. night before. So I, like, then I went and I had this date with him. We were sitting there, and then he was just like, let's just get married. I was like, I want to have kids, and, you know, like, I want to have two sets of twins, and this, this, and this. And he was just like, well, let's just get married tomorrow. Like, you want to get married, like, tomorrow? We'll go, we'll go down and get married. Boom. Shut the fuck up. Hold on. I know. This is you responding to when, when I saw the topics where it was like white people and you were like, white people, LOL. I got to tell you about my date. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I've been waiting exactly, to hear this story. Yes. So he's so, a white guy. Yes, he's a white guy. You know, like that was Ed's salt topic. and pepper beard. Like, wait, that was Ed's topic. That's I, not I white didn't people. want to talk about white LOL. people. Ed did. <laughs> White I mean, people. Yeah, you should have saw the message feed of some white people laugh out loud. I didn't even bring it up. I was just like, okay. You're like, start. yeah, here we go. You're on the show. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you talk about is going to be white centric. Right. So then like he was like, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to smoke the cigarette. Like, and I'm going to come back in. And you're going to give me your answer. Like for sure. So then like he comes back in. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. Like, let's do it. And then I go down to the bathroom and I was just like, Rodney, wake up. This could be the killer. You don't, you don't know. What yeah. the fuck? What the fuck? You don't know him. You don't know like anything about him at all. So then I was like, okay, like, what's the rush? Let's wait a month. And he was like, oh, if you don't want to marry me right now, you're never gonna want to marry me. Da 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 da. Fucking flip the script on me, like right there. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go. Then he's like texting me like, you didn't pay for your half of the bill. I was like, motherfucker, <gasps> you told me we were going out on a date. Like, right. <laughs> that's what you told me. I'm taking you on a date. Yeah. Hello. Like, I didn't ask you to go to dinner with me. I was happy to just fuck you and say, <laughs> thank you. Right, hello. I knew you right. were here. I w- I'm happy to bring my own fucking kind bar and bang you. Hello. <laughs> right. You were the one talking about we made love yesterday. Yeah. That's how you felt. That <laughs> <laughs> is, it's that creepy. It's that, like, especially if they're older. Was he doing drugs? That sounds was- like he was on a bunch of coke. <laughs> it sounds like. And you need to give me his phone number. That's a joke. <laughs> I kind of thought that while I was looking up, actually. (laughs) Anytime somebody stops and says, I just want to take this in. They're rolling. (laughs) I will say that a lot, but that's because I'm unmedicated bipolar. (laughs) I swear to God, if I'm not on any kind of a stimulant, I act like I am on fucking coke. If I'm on a stimulant, like if I'm on, and this, again, this is all just, I've done a lot of research for this next sentence I'm about to say. (laughs) But if I'm on like coke or Adderall or Molly, I act super fucking normal when I'm not on anything. That's when I'm like, guys, I just want to take this in and appreciate this moment. I love you guys. Like I get very, (laughs) I get real overly jacked up. That's why my whole life people... Once I did, when I moved to New York, the first time I dabbled in uppers, I was like, oh, now I see why everyone thinks I'm fucking on drugs all the time. <laughs> because I did it, and I'm like, oh, I can see how this would make you act a certain way. But I, it's too it's too much. It's a little too speedy. Too speedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, so then I was just kind of like, uh, I left. I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, all right, so I'm going to go. Like, yeah. But then, the, no, so the real question is, did, because, did you take his drugs? Again, I don't like drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like drugs. If, no, we didn't do any drugs together, and I didn't take any of his drugs. That was the part, like, maybe if we had been doing drugs, I'd be married right now. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, because we weren't, I was just drinking Manhattans. I was like, wait a minute. Let yeah. me think about this with this white man. <laughs> 
Marriage is that's like, have you been married? That's no, serious. I've never right. been married. Have you? <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. Okay, then no. there's three of us. Yeah. No. Like, okay, the first time I get married, it's going to be like with like some random white man I just met. Like, let's get married right now. I've been proposed to a few times, but I've never been engaged and I've never been married. I was engaged once. Oh, really? For how long? Uh, a couple of months. When I first moved to LA, I needed a place to stay. I love you. Did <laughs> 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 that shit for a year. Lived with guy for a year. <laughs> I was living in Hollywood, and he was in Santa Monica, <laughs> yeah. where I was working. It I was Inglewood, but still. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's a fucking yeah, it's a fucking drive. And I was just like, we started dating, and he lived right across the street from my work. And I'm like, this could. So I started crashing a couple nights a week when I had to work because I'm like, this will save me a fucking hour and a half commute. Yeah. And then I just, it was so nice. It's like, I love you. <laughs> he lived right by the beach. He had a really nice apartment by the yeah, beach. And I just was like, was like, and then he was a crazy person. When I broke up with him, he ended up stalking me and I had to go to court. So it was not good. So anyone who's into, he was like, yeah, move in. I think you're great. Yeah. That's exactly, and, and that's exactly what I was thinking. Was a white man. Because, <laughs> right. Topics back on. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I was saying earlier, when I told when I came out to my parents, my dad's a pastor, and I told him, I was like, look, I'm gay, blah, blah, blah. He was like, just don't bring a white man into this house. Like, I love like, it. don't bring a white man to this house. And I was thinking, like, the whole time we're, like, having this conversation, let's get married tomorrow. I was like, damn, I got to, like, take you home to my family. We were talking it's about, like, like, MCs and... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how am I going like, to explain this to my dad? I would explain this to my family. Hello, I just got married to this white guy. Yes, he's 50. <laughs> but you guys get unlimited free flights on a private airline. Hello, I know. Judging, I was kind of thinking about that too. <laughs> Wait, what's the private? What's is? It's like a private. Air, we're not outing him. No, right, see, that's some, we're not going to give like any like right, we'll specific information. But he works with a big airline that works specifically with other uh, private like, airlines, private, like airlines. Yeah, like they're cool. like. Yeah, and they specifically work with like the sports teams, the Mets, the Knicks. Like, ooh, Mets. I'm gonna Google that as soon as we get done with the show <laughs> <laughs> and tweet it out. Right. So he's like, we can, you can move in tomorrow. I was like, I have a snake and I have a and I have a dog. Like he said, like, that's we, fine. You have a snake? I do. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You have a snake? I do. Where do you live? You live in Queens? Yeah. What? How? Why? When did you get a snake? Um, November. But this Why? is the second snake because he lost the first I had, snake. I lost the first snake. Where in Queens? I live in Queens. Bitch is a snake around. I lost it. I'm walking around the park with a stick. It's, it's like, oh, there's Rodney's snake. Get these motherfucking snakes out of this motherfucking park. She's really small. She's only six months old. Like, she just learned how to eat. Okay, why do you have a snake? And I'm not, and I'm really trying to practice mindfulness and not be judgmental, but I'm also being present in my physical body. Uh, and I'm being judgy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And in my physical body, I do have possibly an Adderall and now a bunch of sugar and, and some booze. So yes. why the fuck do you have a snake? I don't. I'm. I've always been into animals. Like I'm an animal like person. It's not an animal. That's right, a that, That's a reptile. That's a that's a reptile. That's the devil. It has no legs. They're not. I feel like they're really really misunderstood and they're not the devil. Like yeah. Okay. So what? Okay. No. 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 What's I'm, so lovable about it? Yeah. What do you do? Cuddle like you, with it. Yeah. At night? What do you do with the snake? Just look at it and feed it dead animals, uh, live animals. Uh, yeah. Actually. <laughs> Wait. What? Dead or what? alive? Uh. No. They have dead. Okay. 
I know. Isn't that crazy? It's gross. What kind of snake is it? California king snake. What does it look like? I'm getting chills thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. It's like a black and white marking. She's like really small though. She's only six months, so she's like about this. Is long. she gonna get bigger? Uh, yeah. Eventually, they they live to be like twenty years old, and eventually this, she'll be like seven feet. What? Eventually. What are you gonna do with a seven foot snake? Well, nothing, because by that time she'll He's climb out of her cage it. and she's gonna strangle him in her sleep. You dumb <laughs> motherfucker! Why? I don't understand. How long did you have your other snake? Um, like before you lost it, like yeah, like maybe three weeks, and then like I didn't have the correct cage for that snake, and it got out. Did you have and... a, like a bunny cage with yeah. all the? <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. then your roommate's just screaming, ah! <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's, Bradley, why is the snake in my bed? That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, then we never found the snake and we moved out of the apartment. Shots <laughs> out to the people that live there now. <laughs> you <laughs> have a snake. Holy Christ. Yeah, a snake. So, is it, so that one that you lost, was it the first snake you ever had? Yes. What? I did why? Some res- I don't know. I wanted just a new pet. A snake. And I did some research and... That was just, you know, it was like, hey. That is the weirdest, uh, that, and that is not a good response. But it was, that's, I just wanted to say, a baby snake. The hey, this, I was just like, hey, that's a response hey. to like, these shoes are too expensive, but I was like, hey, they're like, <laughs> a snake. A ter- <laughs> and a snake that's going to be 20 years old. Like, yes. that's like, do you, okay, so you're going to be like, Oh my god! You're gonna be like in your fifties. You're gonna be in your fifties by the time the snake dies. If it doesn't eat you when it's seven feet, it's not gonna eat me. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, apparently, you've never read scary stories to tell in the dark, which is folklore. I'm 35. We used to read that shit to That's each other. Because I don't read folklore. I read scientific facts and. It, so it, here's I'm a scientific only fact. It dead things. So like that means it's not gonna like want to come at me because oh please. I'm sure oh yeah please but it's only eating dead things. That's exactly that's like giving me just like just canned tuna every day, and I'm like I know one day I'm gonna go get a nice piece of hot salmon fresh off a grill. But you're getting killed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> nice, and then it's gonna look at your breathing flesh and be like one like, day. Ooh. The gonna- type of snake that it is is the most common household uh, pet snake no like when that thing when you find that thing stretching out they have like they're like teeth are kind of like combs they're like aerated like they don't really right they have to and their heads don't get that big they don't chew shit they just swallow it whole it's gonna strangle you yeah they dislocate their jaw i do you even have netflix (laughs) (laughs) i'm sending you a documentary on snakes (laughs) yes i know i've fed my snake i know exactly how they eat yeah, like mm-hmm. when a thing starts stretching out the length of your body, it's just trying to it's like stretch its body. belly so that it can like shove you in it. Yeah, right. You yeah. saw that? Yes. It's like oh my god. Out, right? Yeah. But see, those <laughs> are I'm jumping in my chair. The shit is so scary. Yeah. Punching the wall. Those are pythons. <laughs> my snake is never going to get that. And big. you're like, ooh, that's cuddling with me, bitch. It is measuring you. It yeah, is it's sizing you. Around. It's trying to be like, how big can I get my belly to get this dumbass inside? That's what I did. When I walked in, I saw these snacks. I laid on the table, and I was like, "I'm just prepping for the podcast." I was like, "Having like, food, yeah. all of the <laughs> snacks <cake>. inside." <laughs> I, when when a snake eats a person, like how big is its poop? 
Well, like, the poo comes out in liquid form, actually. Hi, you didn't deny that they eat people. Hi, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> <You're done. laughs> High five. <laughs> High five. You sick <laughs> son of a bitch. Certain suicide by snake. I just, <laughs> you're too afraid to sit yours in the bathtub. So you're like, I just really want to pet. Wait, stop. I, I got have... a snake. I'm training him how to use guns. I just, I just, but I just wanted a pet. You have to remember that I have, when you think about dogs, I have the chihuahua of snakes. They don't get that big. Chihuahuas like, are vicious. Yeah. Chihuahuas are the worst. Chihuahuas bite if you teach them to bite. Please. Chihuahuas bite if the wind blows. Those are some temperamental bitches. And the yap. But what's the best I have the Yorkie of snakes. Hey. <laughs> I'm like, hey, answer the question. Because I got a cat a few months ago, and he's super cool, and I love him. But the benefit of a cat or like a dog, because you can like cuddle with them, and they have a little bit of personality, and, and so it's domesticated. Someone... You know what's really weird, though? Because I have a dog, too. Right. The dog doesn't realize that the snake is there. Like what kind of dog, dog do you have? A Pomeranian miniature pincher. She doesn't like really like like I'll have like the snake here in my hand holding the snake, and then my dog will be like all up on me, and she doesn't like really. Does that know the is snake she is blind? There? No, they just dogs don't like. They just like, don't fuck with those. snakes. They just don't like because they're like really that's a godless them. creature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cats kill snakes, so like I could, like because I have a snake, I can never get a cat. Oh, I know my cat would eat the shit the out of my snake. <laughs> your cat would eat the shit out of my snake. Yep, cats are the most recently like domesticated. I don't know if snakes yeah. count because you keep them in a glass. Snakes bu- are not bu- domesticated. Yeah, but cats it's still it's it's an exotic pet. That's like wild. Yeah, like, but what I mean, but would you just look at it and like tap the glass? I don't understand. Are you get off? I take, her, I, I take him out. For walks? I take her out and just like I'm, you take her out for walks. I take her out and I just like let her like play. She's like, does she playing, bite like, you? Huh? Does she bite you? Never. She's hmm. literally she's her head is like this big. Like it's like. Oh, so it's she like the can't, size of his yeah, thumbnail. Yeah. yeah, like this. But I mean, I don't understand the benefit other than like being weird and watching it eat animals. I, ju- I I'm sorry, I don't. I barely understand why I have a cat, and he sleeps with me and purrs and gives me affection. But I feel like because I'm an animal person and I like pets, like there's like not always a certain purpose for them. You just yeah, but a have dog like, like loves it. you, and you like you know, yeah, a dog but, is like, different. But a cat can live without you. Like the cats don't give a fuck. Oh, my you. cat's actually very emotionally needy, which is fine. I do like that. He lets me belly rub him. He climbs all over me. He walked on my back. It was very sweet. I laid on my stomach. To earlier today, I was um, working. Then I was, I'll give myself like a 20 minute. I just, especially like the first day of your period, you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to let myself lay down for a little bit. So I just laid down face down for 20 minutes and listened to some meditative music. And my cat, Sebastian, walked on my back like a little massage. Sure. And he laid on my lower back, like knowingly. Isn't that sweet? Right where Yeah. Little guy. And if a snake, I wouldn't feel anything. And I'd also scream the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, snakes are just disgusting. I've never seen a snake that should not have been a belt. It's just... <laughs> 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 uh, 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 uh. It's like, uh, you should have been a purse, belt, Marissa, some sort of accessory. Gonna come over after three years. And yeah, it's just like, like oh, right, right now mama needs a new pair of shoes. Like, hey, I'm going to take your snake for a walk real quick. You it's can't a- put on a leash. <laughs> you can't pet it. It's like, no, but I know this uh, leather guy. He can do amazing things. I just had to bring it to the butcher first. That's a nice Don't way to memorialize your my snake. snake. You can eat it after. When it dies in 20 years, it'll be big enough that you can make boots out of it. Oh, totally. 
You're going to yeah. have the most that's, bitchin' boots. That's kind of a good idea, right? Yeah. Can I give them to you yeah. for your birthday? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing Rodney Sasha's. <laughs> on it. Did you Sasha name by snake? Rodney. You named yeah, your snake Sasha? Yeah, your name Sasha. Is that a Beyonce thing? Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> He, his response to why did you get a snake was like, I don't know. Hey, of course Sasha's <laughs> right. after Sasha Pierce. <laughs> of course it is. It's my alter ego. <laughs> Do you think Beyonce would like to be called a snake, though? I mean, we all saw what happened with Destiny's Child. It's not. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Okay. Oh, oh my God. That was fired. That was a joke. <laughs> That was a joke. Shots fired. The beehive's coming for your ass. Right, exactly. I'm tweeting at Beyonce right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so the last time I saw you, you were going to a party. How was your party? That was after Old Man Hustle. Or not. No, uh, autos. autos. Yeah, I yeah. went to meet my guy's new girlfriend. Okay. That's where I went. How did it all go? It was really fun. Yeah. Uh, it was great. I took Victor Vernado with me, and we hung out, and we just um, met his new, like, I was the main bitch a while ago, and she's the new main girlfriend now, and she's super cool, and it was great, and he and I are friends, and his other friends really that I know, and it was just, it's, dude, the people who are uncomfortable uncomfortable with it are the people who are not in the situation. Right. Like, I'm cool with it, because I'm like, this is great. He has a great apartment. He's got good food, good booze, good drugs. We're going to hang out. He has a fucking music room. Yeah. So we all just hung out, and then, like, went downstairs, like, and then went downstairs and played music, and it was a great night. And the cocaine was like flowing. Yeah, it's, I mean, no, it's and I'm nodding. Can I nod and say that? Yeah, it was fun though. But that's where I went. It was great. And then I think I went to sleep at like four? seven a.m. No, early four. Yeah, it was an early night for the old Wednesday. I try to only do that like twice a week. I don't want to say four. That's like yeah, that's like a normal. That's like the bars. That's like a normal comic bedtime. Home before that, like yeah, I think I got home at like four thirty. Well, that's that's the fucking problem in New York because everything's open so late. Like in LA, where I grew up, everything. Where'd you grow up? I I didn't. I grew up in Wisconsin. I lived in LA for eight years. Yeah, I was gonna say you were in Inglewood. Yeah, yeah. So like when bars start shutting down, the last call is at like one twenty, like one forty, something like one twenty. You're like you're home. You're home by like three when you in LA. If you're home at three in the morning you're like whoa we're party animals we party hard yeah. the first no. time i visited new york and i didn't realize bars were open until four i remember it was like 1 30 or something and i was putting money in a jukebox and they were like do you want to play another song and i'm like no because we're gonna have to go and they're like oh no the bar where our last call is at like 3 30 and i was like oh i'm gonna die in this bar. <laughs> <laughs> but and now living here but it's it's the same it happened fucking monday night monday night i was out i went worked all day did a bunch and did a couple spots and then um, I was out and I, my girlfriend was texting me and I was like, Hey, so we were like, we'll meet for one. Dr- it's eight 30 at night. We meet, she leaves yoga. We meet for one drink. We go to the holiday cocktail lounge on St. Mark's. So we meet and we have a couple <laughs> drinks and I'm like, do you want to go to karaoke? I'm like, it's right. It's sing and it's only 10 o'clock. And I'm like, it's so early. Yeah. yeah. Those are the famous last words. It's oh, everybody. so early. You're like, it's only 10 o'clock. It's so early. I texted my Alex Carabano who owns yeah. the V spot. He shows up. We're at the, we close the karaoke bar down. He opens up his restaurant. We're there with just people that were in the bar. <laughs> smoking oh, inside, doing after hours in a restaurant. That's the best yeah. when you're in after yeah. hours someplace. You're just Son like, of a bitch. I, at 8.30, I was like, we're having two drinks and we're leaving. Yeah. Like, we're 8.30 doing, in the morning? No, at night. Because uh, the after hours are the worst. And like I remember, because like, uh, you know, 
I grew up in the area, so like I used to go like clubbing like in high school or whatever. So like I used to go to, like the tunnel and the limelight or whatever, oh, and like we'd be coming out like six in the morning. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just kind of like like four o'clock. It's like yeah, whatever. And, and like I used to get grounded so often for going out that I would just stay out the whole night because I knew I wouldn't be able to go out the next month anyway. Right. So I'm just like, all right, I'm just living it all up tonight. Like you know, so I'd like come home like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And my parents are like. Well, what happened? I'm like, oh, well, I was at the club, and then we went to the diner. We got food, and then I came home. Like, you know, and yeah. Just like, uh, I was, you don't, you're not going out for a month. Yeah, like, that that shit will get you. That piles that piles up real hard. Yeah. And I learned when I first moved here because I've been here for like two years. When I first moved here, I used to spend the majority, of, like half of my budget, was spent on sunglasses that I bought yeah. because <laughs> I would go out, and I'm like, I'm gonna leave my sunglasses here so I don't stay out all night. Yeah. And then I'm like. Motherfucker! <laughs> yeah. like, nope. I have so many pairs of like seven dollars sunglasses. Nope. You know yeah. the inside pocket of your coat, right yeah, there. That's exactly always. Where it goes. My sunglasses live in there. Yeah. yeah, I keep you them with never me. Never know. Yep. But gonna be uh, out all night. we're gonna have to wrap this up. Uh, but before we go, Wendy, where can everyone see you next? Uh shit. Um, I got what day is it? I don't even know. Just go to my Twitter at Wendy Starling. W e n d i s t a r l i n g. And my website's hooked up to there. I list my shows there and Instagram, Wendy Bird, 82. Rodney, where can everyone see you next? Um, I'm going to be hosting some shows at the Broadway Comedy Club. Stay tuned for all of the dates. Look me up on uh, Facebook, Rodney Downs, Instagram, Rodney Downs, or I am RodneyDowns.com. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm going to be at. Uh Ooh, a Yonkers. I'm going to be actually at the Comedy Club in Yonkers in uh, Ridge Hill at 7 o'clock for the Tommy McQuellen show. Uh, April the 21st is Fashionably Funny at Broadway Comedy Club. You can catch us every Friday night from 6 to 8 right here on FLO Empire Radio. This is Big Talking Brewskis. I'm Marissa Smith. Have a great weekend. Be safe, you guys. And let's not bomb anybody. Uh, see you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>